glad you could join us. This is episode 115 of the Sound of the Podcast with me, Chris Oakley, and a quick pleasure as always to welcome aboard Terry DeFellon and Graham Sibley. Hello, Terry and Graham. Hello. Hello. Uh, this week we have something a little bit different for you, really. Uh, we're going to kind of look back at the Premier League and the Champions League and all that kind of stuff, uh, looking ahead to various finals and whatnot. But we thought, as a, as a sort of tangent offshoot here, uh, that we'd actually have a look to see what constitutes um, a competitive league because uh, we're in the strange position this year with the Premier League of actually having a competition that's going right down to the wire, right down to the final match of the season. As I'm sure many of you know, it's either going to be Man City or Man United. It's going to be a thriller minute and Sky will probably melt down, or at least Sky Sports will, uh, probably this coming weekend uh, as uh, events unfold. But um, not every league, and not every major league at least, in uh, Europe has been so fortunate. Uh, some leagues we know are renowned for being fairly predictable and uh, end up in a title race between maybe only a couple of clubs. So we're going to see if we can put together the constituent parts for a competitive league. So I come to you first, uh, Graham. Um, yes, Premier League. Um, it's it's not always been this exciting in, in previous seasons. Now, it's one thing to sort of say, OK, yes, a title race at the very end. But for a competitive league, I suppose we also have to sort out the, the flabby middle bit and also to have some decent teams at the bottom that can have some excitement for a relegation battle. Would that seem fair? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, the, the we've been used over the last well, well, ever since uh, Chelsea became a, a power in the game uh, to having you know the big four, hmm. and uh, but it's never really been all four clubs challenging for the for the title. Usually, it's been whittled down to two by at least the middle of March, hmm. uh, and. It was no different this season. I mean, I think really it was it was always going to be City or United, um, even when Tottenham were only a few points shy of them. We, everyone could see mm. that that, that top, Tottenham were, were were probably not matching not up to United it, and City stride for stride. Yeah. yeah, and 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 yeah, as it came came to pass, you know, the the they dropped back down and. Into this sort of like this fight for for for, for third and fourth, uh, which is something that we have seen quite a lot over the last few years. Indeed. Um, now, I suppose really, I mean, what we're thinking about competitive leagues aren't just played over one season; they're played over very many seasons. Yeah. And of course, the fact that Man United have been in the top two in I think every season since it started. I think it's uh, it's that. There's always something there that's going to skew what what would make the Premier League a competitive league because you've you've got the same per, you've got the same team there all the time and for off and for many years it was just it was just Arsenal and Man United as the top two. Um, now of course that's changed now with Chelsea and and with City as well. I suppose I was just going to say to jump in there. I was just going to say I mean it's it's one thing to as we know in Spain it's usually. Uh, Barcelona and Real but I suppose it helps if if you are going to have a sort of two horse race then it helps if at least one of those teams is a bit different it changes from from year to year um, Terry I suppose going back to the 70s it was Liverpool and that was it you didn't even get a two horse race in those days yeah I suppose so I mean you'd have Derby Liverpool hmm. um, yes. Nottingham Forest uh, popping up from time Leeds as well yeah but yeah, just the occasional yeah. yeah but I mean really it, 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 if anything Prior to the Premier League, the, 
the old first division, the the the, the, the football league when it had the top flight, was uh, was extremely predictable. Mm. Um, at, at, with Liverpool just absolutely um, reigning over everyone, you know, a, a bit bit like Bayern Munich uh, in in Germany, sort of most of the time winning, and then occasionally someone will pop up. Um, and and take the title, and then they were disappearing. <laughs> mm. uh, they'd never be able to sustain that. Um, what the Premier League has done is it's is it's well, what it's done is it's whether or not it's done it by design. Obviously not deliberately, but but the the circumstances surrounding the Premier League have coincided with the with the decline of Liverpool, mm. Manchester United effectively replacing them. But then of course Chelsea coming in with huge amounts of money to compete with Manchester United. And indeed, over the last three seasons, Manchester City then doing the same. So uh, whether that accounts for a competitive league or not, it certainly accounts for a competitive top four or five. Hmm. Um, and, 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 you know, in the future, the prospect of, of some pretty close title races. Mm. Of course, but within that, that small yes. cabal... Well, Everton are seventh in the Premier League yeah. at the moment. It's almost impossible to imagine that they would be challenging for the title. Cool. But, and yet Newcastle have have, have managed to, I, to do know, an amazing. I completely didn't receive Newcastle there. I apologise. <laughs> yeah, of course. But again, a Newcastle uh, top five possible Champions League contenders never on the planet were they ever looking to win the title. No, and never even being considered to win the title. I don't no. think. So, you know, and th- and they're in fifth. And you would maybe think that for a for a genuinely healthy league, that you would like to think that if you were a top five side, then you'd be thinking next season, well, let's go a little bit further. Sure. Maybe let's see if we can win the title sure. next season. Mm. And then they're as far away from first in fifth as Wigan are in 17th, in my yeah. opinion. And you, you wouldn't want to see, you, you don't want to see in a, in a competitive league, the, a Champions League qualifier uh, sitting 20 points behind the champions. Oh, indeed. Which is what you currently have. Mm. Currently have, yeah. Uh, and also, as well, I suppose you've got to look at the fact that of of, of the of the scale difference uh, between the top and the bottom. Now, Man City are top with eighty six points. Wolverhampton Wanderers are bottom with twenty five points, and that's 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 just a phenomenal gulf, isn't it? Really. Mm. Um, mm. Wolves have won five games all season. Man City have lost lost five games all season. <laughs> mm. That's that's the. Yeah, it's quite a big contrast, isn't it? It's the way the the, the, the whole league balances. Yeah, things. I mean, I suppose you, I'm guessing you probably always get that. It's just, I guess, what I'm thinking now is that when we say a competitive league, what you're actually maybe referring to is several competitive sub leagues within the one overall structure. So maybe Wolves can be, maybe Wolves isn't the right example, but um, let's say a Wigan can be competitive in that group at the bottom with all the Blackburns and the Boltons. And then you've got one thing I was going to actually suggest, and maybe we'll come on to this is actually, I think this year the the middle group has actually been sort of quite good of a good standard with your, with your Swansea's and your Norwich's coming in to kind of freshen things up a bit. So yeah, competitive as a whole, but also maybe within sort of certain strata within the league as well. Mm, there's very little. Yeah, I mean, I, I, there's very little progression, though, isn't mm. it? Yeah, well, I, th- I think that's uh, right. But, but you, you've got Arsenal in third, who have lost ten games this season, uh, and you've got Villa fifteenth, who have lost thirteen games. Mm. So it's it's. I think I think there it shows you that that it doesn't take too much to change 
uh, a club's fortunes. I mean, Villa only just only just this weekend survived, survived uh, relegation. Well, they're not really. I mean, no. technically, on a mathematical but sense, if Bolton won by eight nil or something ridiculous like that the weekend, and they lost seven nil, then then yes, they they could possibly go down. But uh, it, effectively, they they secured safety with their with their point yesterday, um, and yet. You know they've only lost three more games than Arsenal across the whole season, which mm. you know in the grand scheme of things isn't a great deal more, and it shouldn't be sort of like it. It, uh, it shouldn't normally mean twelve points, uh, twelve positions different in a in a twenty in a twenty team group. Um, mm. So it's 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 things like that where the, I, I think there are there are glimmers of hope for for, for sort of competitiveness within 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 the Premier League. Um, but as, as I say before, with the, with the two with the top two teams, and and it's and it's been this way for for years and years and years now, completely running away with everything, dropping games, dropping points in 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 like, you know, less than a dozen games. Mm. It's uh, luckily, luckily, we've got two two teams that are that are matching themselves mm. quite Stride well. Stride, mm. yes. And, yeah. Yes, I mean, if it wasn't for the two Manchester clubs. Then you know, presumably, if one of those clubs had fallen away, then then it would have been a fairly humdrum and pretty unspectacular mm. end of the season. Oh, oh well, a few, a few weeks ago, it, it looked, looked, looked like they were falling away, wasn't it? When course, when mm. when City is before. finished. Yes, is <laughs> finished. Is finished. The the, the uh... no is finished. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. um, but the, when you consider how much money City have spent to 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 get themselves, I mean, they've spent a humongous amount of money to get themselves. You know, competing with Manchester United in a, albeit mm. in a very short space of time, where Manchester United have sort of developed over years and years. But mm. yeah, it, it, I don't know. I, I don't know whether or it's funny because when you compare the run into the Serie A and the Bundesliga, um, yeah, the, the Premier League continues to be exciting because it's it's decided its title is going down to the mm. final game of the season, whereas it's it's been decided with a game to go in in Italy. Juve have won the title and Dortmund won the title. Um, well, when they beat Bayern, essentially, about a month yeah. Ago, in fairness, mm. essentially, but I mean, certainly yeah, after that, it was then it was in a question of pinning your ears back, and uh, there's, there was a few weeks, to, a couple of weeks to go. Sure. And, 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 and and in Spain, it was pretty much sewn so, 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 so up. I mean, it, it got to a, a bit of a situation where the uh, where, at, at the at the Clásico, where where where, um, where Barcelona could have reduced the lead down to to to, to a, a matter of a few points, mm-hmm. but. Uh, it didn't happen, and and, and mm. it, well, Real went streets the, ahead, and then the, the Spanish next week league is, is is the thing that you 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 worry about because if if and in the unlikely event that um, the bankers pull the rug out from underneath, say Real Madrid's yeah. feet, which mm. again I stress is very unlikely, then you you could easily see a decline in quality if either of those clubs decide that they can no longer. Spend the kind of money that they normally spend on transfers, mm, yeah, and then suddenly that that is a very very ordinary league mm. um, because of the financial problems that all of them. In fact, if, if the bankers decided to to call in their debts um, on on the entire league, then you know they'd be carnage. Mm. They certainly, and we're not talking well, about I necessarily s- clubs going out of business, but I mean that could could happen. Well, it certainly doesn't mean that they'll be able to sign good players. No, but yeah, I mean, it, uh, in a in a lesser extent, that's that's what what you've seen this season in Scotland. Well, I was mm. going to come on to well, that. It's yes. exactly yes, nearer to home and, and on a smaller budget. Uh, basically, what we've seen. Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, just going back to uh, La Liga, actually, um, I was just going to sort of say it's amazing, actually, even though it's 
probably fair to say they don't always have a thrilling end to the season as they've had essentially this season. But it's, is it fair to say that you can still have, in quotes, a competitive league while only having two exceptional clubs? Because, you know, all right, let's say you, you had the, the, the spell recently with Barcelona winning season in, season out. <coughs> Excuse me. Even though they may have been well ahead of Real Madrid for most of the season in various previous campaigns, people still look towards that league and still follow it with a great appetite because they know that there's two pretty good teams, even though one might be better than the other. So you kind of wonder, to some extent, whether that's enough to be able to sustain it, really. But it um, depends kind of whether you whether you sort of require both teams to be neck and neck as Man City and Man United are. But... There, I mean, there is quality in, in La Liga, hmm. uh, further down the league. I mean, obviously, uh, the Real Madrid side of the, the season is outstanding. Hmm. Um, and the Barcelona side is only slightly less than outstanding. And uh, by common consent appears is recognised as being one of the best club sides ever, 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 ever. Mm. Um, but uh, if you, I mean, if you go a little bit further down, I mean, if you look at the Europa League final, for instance, it's this Wednesday, that's between two Spanish clubs, yep. Atletico and Athletic. Mm. Um, and Athletic, although 10th in the table, were, I think, have had their heads turned by the Europa League and have got some absolutely cracking players there. Munain and uh, Lorente spring immediately oh, yes. to mind, but there are others that don't spring to mind. Really showed Manchester United the door in the Europa League um, and won a lot of friends over in the UK. So there is genuine quality there. At the same time, you've also got mildly bonkers sort of like <laughs> statistics. And you look at the, the two top scorers, one for Barcelona, one for Real Madrid. And Lionel Messi has scored... 50 goals this season. 55 zero, zero, zero goals. goals. Now, if 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 um, back in the back in the day, um, Ali McCoist used to score those that, those kind of goals when he was playing for Rangers in the Scottish Premier League. Yeah. And down here, down south, Larson was scoring score about the same. Yeah, wasn't it? yeah. We would yeah. we would we'd look down our nose at those we kind would, of we would, numbers. We would mock them. We would say that that's <laughs> yeah. absurd. You're playing in a stupid league because you're, yeah. and and you know you're massively top heavy. You know, Ronaldo scored 45. He's a, he's a, I mean, he's an attacker, but he's a flank player. Mm. Extraordinary. You know, uh, um, so mm. you do, you do have to wonder whether or not there are some, you have to perhaps think that there are it's, some really it, bad not, teams not, in, in, not, in, not, in not only, not only has he scored, scored 45, but you've got Iguain scored 22 and Benzema scored 20 as well. Yeah, Phenomenal the amount of goals strike, that right. one club is getting. Yeah, yeah, extraordinary. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, you're born out by the, by the fact that they're winning the league at, at a canter. Yeah. But you do have to think, you either have to review be less snotty about those Larson and, and McCoist stats from years gone by in Scotland, or you have to perhaps think that there is that there is while there's a smattering of really good clubs in Spain, there's also there's also a lot of dross. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, again, I mean, not necessarily making for with the with the financial problems that they've they've got. I mean, just looking down the table, I mean, 117 goals mm. in a season. The second team in Spain scored 112 goals. Yeah. Just... The thing is, there's not a lot of goals in that league. Hmm. There's there's quite a few clubs there that haven't scored more than a goal a game. <laughs> so it's it, it, you do sort of think that, like you know, 
these are Real Madrid and Barcelona are, are, are just scoring freakish amounts of goals mm. in quite a tight league. Mm. Uh, do, yeah, I mean it's difficult. We, we don't watch it, so I mean we're only looking at the numbers, no, I, yeah. and then um, um, and we're, and it's, it's causing us to you know. Well, let's have a look at Italy then. before before we sorry, just to say before we move on, I think in in the case of Spain, I think the two top teams seem to be kind of really kind of filling their boots against the real weaker teams. That's I think where they've. I think I'm right in saying that 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 they they really make the most of the playing against the weaker teams. Sorry, Graham, you you saying? Yeah. So no, if the, this year in in, in Italy, it's be, it was quite quite competitive. There was there was, uh, but it turned into a two horse mm-hmm. race there as well with with Juve uh, and, uh, and Milan just sort of like stretching away mm-hmm. from everybody. Of course, the the big news coming up is the fact that Juve go into their last game this weekend, and they're still unbeaten. <laughs> Wow. Uh, so we've got like you know, you know mm. the the uh, invincible old lady there is, is mm, in is, her brand new stadium. In as her well. brand new stadium, this is the, <laughs> so this is a but just as a slight aside. I mean that's that's probably the best thing that's happened to Italian football is the return of Juve in their new ground. Yeah. It's their first stadium, it's first season in their new stadium, and they have and they have won the league. <laughs> um, and it's a, hopefully it's a message goes out to the other clubs in, in Italy to say look. Um, if you do this, you may not necessarily win the league, but your fortunes, you know, the precedent has been set, you know, your fortunes are, are, are you know, likely to improve. Mm. If you can do this, I mean, now Juve's, they don't have to pay rent to the council for their stadium. They are now responsible for the upkeep of it. They can maintain it and make upgrades as and when they choose to. Um, and I think that, that that could be, they could be a real beacon club after having, you know, obviously have their reputation sullied mm. uh, considerably uh, because of Calciopoli. Um, they uh, are now, you know, looking to become a beacon club and, and maybe they uh, can, you know, show the way forward for ho- hopefully restoring what has in the past been an extremely fascinating and, and top league and now, you know, perhaps uh, isn't, isn't quite what it mm. was. Um, and uh, but it, I mean, if you're looking at the the major top flight leagues, uh, top flight leagues, the major leagues, yes. uh, in terms of sort of competitiveness, and you you know, Serie A is pretty much on it. I mean, Juve this year, Milan the la- last year, yeah. Who was it the year before? Was it Inter last the year before uh, that? It was yes. Inter under yes. Mourinho, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, so you had that little spell also of, of Inter, but the last few seasons you've had mm. you've had a bit of plurality. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well. In- Inter took advantage, didn't they? The whole um, mm. they were the main beneficiaries yeah. of Cal- um, Calciopoli. Yeah. yeah, and they and they uh, and, and they filled the boots. But now there is this, it looks like there's a period of stability there coming mm. up for for Italian football. Yeah, I, I say the word stability in an Italian sense. <laughs> yeah. Italian inverted commas. Yeah, Italian stability. Napoli, you know, doing well. I mean, although I don't know whether they're, they're, they're likely to win the title, but it's great to see, great to see them. You know, up there, mm. um, and in, yeah. I mean, well, me, you go into the final state, the, the, the final day, and and and, and the, the the thing that it's worth playing for is the fact that the last Champions League spot, because they've only got three this season, is there are four teams, well, effectively mm-hmm. three teams in it to 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 see who could who can who can grab it at the moment. It's Udinese sitting in there, but you know, never know. It's all to play for. All to play for. All to play for. Three more. 
Well, but yeah, but they are, they, yeah. Who have they got in the last game of the season? I'm just sure, I'm sure yeah, with... these, these details close to hand. They're 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 away to to Catania. Never an easy trip. Um, hmm. So that's in, an interesting um, aside, if I may uh, interject, is um, uh, League R actually this season uh, has been is going right down to the wire at the top and the bottom. Um, incredibly close, actually. I mean, normally last few years, I think what I think last year. Um, uh, I think it was Marseille kind of won, uh, Marseille rather, Lille rather, won by quite uh, a distance. It was eight points they won by. As we speak, as we're recording this, um, Montpellier are playing. And if they win that match, then it all goes into the last week of the season with them uh, three points in front ahead of PSG. So it's going to be between Montpellier and PSG. Uh, Lille, Lille not too far behind, but they can't win it now. But at the bottom, uh, you've got Auxerre, Dijon and Brest all uh, separated by two points. Um, Sochaux just above by a further point. Ajaxio above them by another point. So it's 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 incredible actually. I mean, um, League A in my experience is all sort of fairly cut and dried, and you can pretty much tell who's going to win the, the the league from a fair few weeks out from the end of the season. And indeed, uh, you normally see at least one team confirm their relegation <laughs> like months before the end of the season, and it's incredibly close mm. this season. So I'd take a punt on PSG to take the title. Actually. You think? Because Lille of Lille of are, are, are on a real hot streak, mm. uh, and they've got to play Montpellier, albeit away. Yeah, that's um, right. And I reckon that you could probably get a reasonable a reasonable uh, reasonable odds on PSG beating Stadron. Stadron, yeah. And uh, and 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 taking the title. So you say that you say that, Terry, but I've seen some of your bets and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I suggested that you'd get good odds <laughs> on it. I was not oh, suggesting okay. that you I take should that back. Uh, actually but, take but, the, but, yeah, but you're quite right. And the, and the goal difference is like, you know, couldn't get a, a, a cigarette paper between them. So um, uh, league are particularly competitive, whether it'll be um, deemed competitive enough to be uh, seen next season on uh, satellite TV over here in the UK or not, I, I doubt. But um, nonetheless, a good advert for a competitive league. It's interesting. I, I wonder if if competitiveness is something they're actually really looking for. Mm. No, uh, they're looking for viewers. Yeah, exactly. So so they're looking for big they're names, aren't they? They, yeah. they? They're going to be looking for for, for 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 big famous names that they can yeah. they can focus on. I mean, who's going to score loads of goals? This is this is why Sky are putting all their their efforts into La Liga, I suppose. Yeah, mm. but, I mean, and that's why they showed Real Madrid and Barcelona over the weekend, even though there are other things going on in the yeah. Spanish league that yeah. are of greater interest. As always, because do. they yeah. figure that the viewers are only interested in the, in, in the star names. And they may well be right. Mm. I mean, we 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 all consider ourselves to be kind of geeky sort of aficionados of football. Yeah, but I mean, your your, your average football yeah. fan probably just wants to see Cristiano Ronaldo, wants to see Leo Messi. Yeah, and isn't terribly keen about what's going yeah. down and, the bottom. And Sky's um, scheduling is probably dictated by the numbers of viewers they get. So it's complete, yes. Mm. Well, so being a commercial broadcaster, that's yeah. kind of how it is. Yeah. yeah. So um, so it's like you know, if that's what gets them bums on seats, then mm. you can't argue with it. Really. No, indeed. Well, you can. But I mean, <laughs> be there'd wrong. be no point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no point in us arguing it because we are by no means a typical TV viewer. Um, but there we are. Um, well, we'd like to think so. Well, <laughs> yeah. There you are. Takes all sorts and all that. Um, going back to the Premier League, I mean, we mentioned earlier on about the fact that you you have uh, okay, you might have a competitive relegation battle, and and you've got your top two or three or whatever it might be at, uh, at the top. Not surprisingly, um, what do you think it takes, uh, or what do you think it would take to somehow uh, 
give a bit of momentum to those teams in the middle and to get some of those more involved in the in the in the championship uh, battle at the end of the season. I mean, they're like I'm looking at the t- table now. Okay, uh, let's say from Liverpool below because Liverpool have been a very 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 outside bet to win the title. That's, various points in the season but very very much a long shot but then you've got teams like West Brom, Sunderland, Swansea, Norwich um, what would it take to get those sort of teams involved I suppose is, does it purely come down to financial investment in the end do you think? There's one option is well yeah is everybody just let, lumps in loads and loads of money but I think you'd still probably end up with the same results because you wouldn't be able to have an equal amount of money the best way to do it is we talked about this before introduce a franchise system um, <laughs> and uh, based on a three-year license for all of the clubs, no relegation, no promotion, so that there's uh, plenty of room for investment. And if you want to be absolutely certain, then centralise your youth policy and then uh, have a draft system whereby the best youngsters go to the worst teams, just like they do in the United States. And then that way... The horror. The horror. Better, yeah, <laughs> yes. horror. But it will create a more competitive league. And if that's what you want, that's what, then that's what will happen. <laughs> Uh-oh, we're going to have just got to go looking at Blackburn. Bobo Blackburn. <laughs> yes, this just in. We're all... We're all truly gutted to see that. Um, uh, but yes, I mean, I mean, that's that's what you I mean. Of course, that would that's not going to happen. No, I mean, you could conceivably try other things. You could try increasing the number of relegation uh, spots or something. Or you could increase. You could increase. Yes, mm-hmm. you could to be revolutionary. But, uh... Yes, yes, yes. Um, or, or, or you, you could you could increase the money. You could weight the money so that so that in fact the the the, the more money you get, more money the, the the further down the league you finish than than you do at the top. Because the money you get for sponsorship mm. uh, and for other things, for winning the title and for coming further up the league, is counterbalanced by uh, the prize money. And so if you allocate the prize money towards the lower end of the mm. table, then that way... I mean, if you gave parachute... I mean, they give parachute payments to teams that get relegated. If they were to, if they were to uh, give, uh, you know, sort of, I don't know, what's the opposite of a parachute? <laughs> You're good at these things. Um, I, don't, I don't think there is one, is there, really? There isn't. There's, there's like, not, there's no parachute. It's like, no parachute! <laughs> so, so uh, laundry. It's yeah, no, it, would be, it, it, would, it would be a lifeboat, wouldn't it? It would be a lifeboat. So if you get them lifeboat payments, <laughs> thank you. We jump um, out of them into the lifeboat. We try and, and keep up some kind of um, helicopter wind. If you get them lifeboat payments, Additional payments for surviving, um, and then then encouraging them then obviously to increase uh, to, to to invest in their squads. That might be a better way than the rather radical system of. I mean, I can I, I can hear listeners the idea of the franchise really winding them uh, up, which yeah, pleases me it immensely. Does, it pleases me immensely <laughs> as well because I, I, I can I can hear their teeth grinding. <laughs> <when laughs> as yeah. if as if our opinions has any influence whatsoever. I can feel the, the impotent rage coming down coming, coming down through, through their speakers. It's almost as imp- impotent as our opinions in the first. <laughs> no, no, they are exactly. Uh, it's well, you because what we could have, of course, is one of those bonkers Euro systems that they have like they have in the Belgium League where like, <laughs> at the end of the season it all splits up into about three different sub-leagues multi-playoffs and they have multiple yes. playoffs for like Europa League spots and things mm. like that but that's a waste of time though. oh it's crazy even I think that's a waste of time <laughs> <laughs> and I'm all up for monkeying with league format that's so stupid to me well, I was going to mention playoffs and things but that's, that's uh, you know, we, we, I guess we're kind of getting used to that my own team West Ham it seems to be sort of um, prospering as a result of these kind of playoff systems we had we did a playoff. We did we talked about playoffs, we did. didn't we? Uh, a few year, uh, maybe a year ago or whenever. Yeah. And I think that 
we came with the with the relatively reasonable assumption that if if the lowest ranked playoff team qualified for the Champions League, for instance, then there's a good chance that they might not even make it into the group stage, which then mm. obviously affects the all important coefficient. No, all important. Don't, Don't forget, you can buy your do it for your coefficient T-shirts <laughs> from our website, listeners. Oh yes, what they're selling in their braces? No. Um, <laughs> not sure that's no, that we don't have braces. Any braces. <laughs> no, I realised as soon as I said that it didn't braces. really work. Some, do it for the coefficient braces. <laughs> nice. Twang. Twang, and you can twang them like uh, that geezer. Rock on Bobby, Tommy. Was it Bobby Ball? It was, it was Bobby Ball. Yes, yes, rock on yes, Tommy. Yes, rock on Tommy. Well, before we yes. dissolve into a, a, a puddle of irrelevant pop, uh, popular culture, um, I think we probably need to... <laughs> because this last half hour has been anything but irrelevant. Oh, mm. yes, everything but, anything but. I mean, like, we're, we're not in our flip-flops at all, are we, from the season? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, right just want to say, Graham, this may come as news to you, but uh, I've just seen an advert on TV. Ray Winston's revolving head has said that we should be putting our money on Bolton to win 8-0. That's a bit revolutionary, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a head revolution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, well, there we are. Hold up, ladies, don't come out now. <laughs> Bravo. Hoorah. So is this it? A Blackburn going down then? Yeah, the Blackburn are going down. Look, there you go. Look, look. They've, so got, all, yeah, they've, they've got the, the camera shots of the fans looking disgruntled. Yes, mm. yeah. They're, and they're, sad. They're, they're, they're already scanning the stadium now, looking look. for, for, for ones who are light, like to start blubbing. Yeah, yeah. But, it, but it's raining anyway, so, yeah, so no, the tear, tears in the rain. It's a bit late for children now, isn't it? So there won't be that many children about. Oh, look, there's one chap there. He looks like he's going to cry. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even though... Well, I think we should sign off and watch the crying bit. <laughs> There was a chicken on the pitch earlier. Was there? A was it a Venky's chicken? No. Yeah. Well, what, what, there, was, like, there was a chicken. There was a what, chicken like the on cat? the cat. Well, like the Anfield cat. Was yeah, it yeah, it was. it was. I mean, I'm sure if we look on Twitter now, it would have e, it e- chicken. <laughs> we'll be, we'll be on there. Like it will already have two thousand followers as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, like the French rugby union match, you have like somebody throws a cockerel onto the pitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 I was going to say that, but it was like, like I can't say like there, there was. I think I did I, that. I, I, I was trying yeah. to tee you up but for so, a joke. Oh, we should say that somebody threw it on the pitch by way of a protest. Well, I, yeah, it probably was. It had it had a sort of sort of like Blackburn Rovers cape on it as well. It was frozen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> didn't quite have the same impact, unfortunately. <laughs> well, it had a bit of well, I'm just glad it didn't land on Victor Moses' head. That's all I can mm. say. It was a great catch from uh, from uh, Ali Al Habsi, though. He, oh, really? Yeah, he, 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 he caught he, some chickens in his tail. <laughs> it was it was in his net. He caught it in his net. So, oh, good uh, on him. Uh, Excellent. Nothing gets past him. Nothing uh, gets past Ali Al Habsi. No, it's, uh, it was fabulous. When it comes to farmyard animals, he's your man. Uh, right. Yeah. Anyway, before we um, carry on yeah, any yeah. further, apart from the 60, let's just tell you um, 60, 60 goals. Yeah. Uh, you Sorry, may have missed. Uh, we did a, a sound off wall extra, as we forewarned you about last week. Uh, we recorded that on Friday, so if you want to hear about us talking about uh, teams relocating and ground sharing and all that kind of thing, uh, search it out. Just uh, Google Sound of Football. You'll find us on iTunes and all the other sort of places. It'll probably be on your pod already. Yeah, yeah. You oh, sure you've already. Yeah, but it. just remember if you've if you've updated your iTunes, and most of the time it's the most recent pod that gets downloaded there will be one beforehand mm. that may not have downloaded listeners so do check your iTunes and feed to ensure that that is there yes. uh, because all that stuff unlike this stuff the one stuff there is, is going to be relevant tomorrow mm-hmm. well anyway so there we go so uh, make sure you don't miss out on that but for this particular show I reckon that's it thank you very much Terry and Graham for your company as ever and we hope you a humble listener will join us again next week for show 116 uh, that might be our last one of the season, I think. I'm not sure. But um, anyway, keep your eyes peeled for that. You never know. Uh, but for now, from the three of us, it's a fond farewell. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.